0: It's time for the drive's top five at five. Quitting time on your Tuesday, 501 here on Fan Run Radio. I'm Russell Smith. Thanks for being with us today on the drive. We start, as always, the top five at five. It's brought to you this afternoon by North Knox Siding and Windows. Here's Commander Tuck. Thank
1: you, Russell. <laughs> Watch your one, speed. Yes, I will. Uh, at number one, the Tennessee Titans have found their next head coach, the organization named Cincinnati Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan is the next head man. In addition to Joe Burrow, Callahan has worked alongside quarterbacks such as Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, and Peyton Manning. A
0: man named Brian. you ever seen Life of Brian? Monty Python. Don't I think I've seen that
2: in forever. Always look on the bright side of life. Titans still have not made that official announcement, by the way. It would be really weird if they're (laughs) like,
0: fell through last minute snag.
2: He wanted a beach house. We couldn't do it. Huh. So we wait.
0: Okay.
2: I can wait. All
0: the time in the world. Haitian guy over here.
1: At number two, two key pieces in the trenches will return for Tennessee next season. Uh, right guard Javante Spragans is officially coming back after much speculation that he would return.
0: Sprags.
1: Interior defensive lineman Elijah Simmons will also return for a super senior season in 2024.
0: Two key pieces. We're gonna be. We're gonna have a lot of holes to fill this time next year. Yeah. We're going to be scrambling, especially on the line of scrimmage, both need, sides of the need ball.
2: Need to have a successful season so that we can keep the transfer portal and recruiting momentum going for sure, because there's going to be a lot to put together after this year. Yes. But those are two good pickups. I think they'll both
0: play a big role next year.
1: At number three, the Las Vegas Raiders are zeroing in on Tom Telesco as their next GM. Telesco constructed the Los Angeles Chargers roster over the last decade. Interestingly enough, he was terminated following the Chargers' 63-21 loss to the Raiders along with Brandon Staley.
0: The Raiders are just a lost franchise. Uh, they don't belong in Las Vegas. Nope. Their owner is a weirdo. They have no quarterback. I don't think Pierce is going to work out as a coach. They're hiring a guy who did a pretty mediocre job as GM at the that Chargers. That they just ran
1: out of the organization. They they want him to be their uh, next GM.
0: I, I don't get what they're doing I, I don't see any vision there it's just a rich guy with a goofy haircut living his life
1: i agree
2: <laughs> i just can't help but smile when i think of him in that haircut though
0: he brings did a lot of the, joy did you see have you seen the footage of him like playing the slots in the airport yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's Like, what are you doing it just shows how addictive those things are we <laughs> just sit here and play the slots
1: At number four, Brian Johnson is out as Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator, becoming the latest assistant ousted from Nick Sirianni's coaching staff.
0: And he was interviewing for head coaching
1: jobs. Exactly. So weird. Yeah. So the team had not officially announced Johnson's status, but multiple outlets reported Tuesday morning that Johnson will not – Returned to the Eagles after only one season as OC there in Philly.
0: He was the quarterback of the Utah team that beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl that year. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Really? Interesting. And finally, at number five, an Alabama woman called 911 to report a bogus burglary at her home because she was scared of bad weather, according to police. Kelly Genebra called the emergency dispatch center in her hometown of Dothan on January 9th, claiming that there was a burglary in progress at her home. And when officers arrived at the woman's house on Johnson Circle, they quickly determined that no break-in took place. And Dothan, a city of 71,000, saw heavy intensity in rain on the day of the incident, about two inches recorded down there.
0: So she was scared of the
3: rain. Yes.
1: Yeah. She
3: called the cops.
1: To report a fake burglary. She just wanted someone to talk to. She's She's, so, so the sad. cops
3: came out to her house? A little nervous.
1: Yeah.
2: She's going to get a nice uh, invoice for that visit, I'm sure. Is she an old lady?
1: No. I'm looking at the mugshot right now. She's not old at all. Huh. So bring
0: her to jail and she can hang out with other people.
1: <laughs>
0: we know just the, been the place for
3: it's, a, Can't it's say a, god, a god awful town. Just god awful.
0: <laughs> You're looking at me like, all right, <laughs> Tucker's uh, commander is, Tuck's looking at me like, what do you think of that, Russ? This
1: is an interesting that woman for a
2: kicker. Yeah. Oh, I've absolutely been to Dothan. I
1: don't. I don't I've know. driven like-
2: through it on the way to the beach. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: It's a dump hole. Yeah. Yeah and and there's backwards cops
1: evidently they're scared of the rain down there in Dothan. roll down
4: tide
0: thank you tucker that is the top five at five it's brought to you by north Knox siding and windows folks as you make your home improvement lists for this year of 2024 uh, perhaps this is the year you're going to have some siding replaced or maybe even a new roof North Knox Siding and Windows, is they're the folks to call, man. Number one choice for all home exterior projects here in Knoxville. If you've been putting off, replacing that old siding, uh, maybe you'll need some new windows, doors, anything on the outside of your house. Now's the perfect time to schedule a free estimate with North Knox Siding and Windows. Give them a call, 865-689-0505. Tell them Fan Run sent you It's 689-0505. Or just go online to windows.com for North Knox Siding and Windows. You're going to love the way your home looks. Open lines the rest of the hour. If you want to jump in, 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the show, 546-8200. As the Titans have settled on their new head coach. shouldn't say settled. That makes it sound bad. They've found their – they've identified – Their new head coach.
2: They have targeted and selected. Have they finalized? We're not so sure yet. But
0: it is Brian Callahan's world, and we're all just living in it. Looks like Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers are deep into talks. They're on their second date today. Could be huge. Harbaugh seems like the kind of guy who expects to at least get to third base on second.
3: Also, apparently, i missed. It's just dropped from Dennis Dodd at CBS. Uh,
0: Who is on the list.
3: Yeah, he is. But uh, that rule that they passed last January put into place, um, Harbaugh's job security at Michigan is kind of in a precarious position. Yeah, a lot of people are saying he's
2: going to bolt and let them pick up the
3: pieces. Yeah, because if Pete Carroll style. Yeah. If one of uh, any of those guys, including, I guess, Connor Stallions gets hit with a level one, The head coach gets hit with a level one violation as well.
0: Banner Dan throwing his weight around a little bit on social media today. Saw that. Kind of snap. Got a little snappy. Got a little snappy. At Big Orange Punch on Twitter says, Day five of asking at AD Danny White to move the student section at Thompson Bowling. Day five. Uh, Big Orange Punch is... He is not going to stop until he gets an answer. He's he might, he, he
2: might have stopped now. <laughs> pretty sure he's one of the 37, He might be
0: though. done. He, he He's a little pushy. He's a little pushy.
3: He's a lot of the 37 are.
0: Banner Dan responds, I guess since it's day five, I'll answer, but I won't be dressing, addressing this again. Ooh. I'm a busy man. We already changed the student section prior to the 2022-23 season moving the students from the corner to behind both baskets closer to the court, increasing lower bowl seats by 40%. While keeping the same number of upper bowl seats, we did this to enhance our home court advantage, and it has worked. Atmosphere is electric! It's disingenuous to compare the third largest college basketball arena in the country that sold out for the season to buildings half the size with a fraction of the season ticket base Stop the nonsense, exclamation Ooh. point. The stop the nonsense
2: really wasn't that necessary, That really twisted wasn't? the uh, knife. Uh, that's, twisted the knife. That's the only problem I had with it. Banner Dan getting a little chippy with the fan base, huh?
3: Got to be careful, Banner Dan.
2: There has been a lot of that conversation early in the season. Because I think people like us watch it on TV and it's like, well, student section doesn't look that good. Mm-hmm. People were saying about the Florida game. Really, of all the of all the games, you're going to pick the Florida game when there was ten inches of snow and the students weren't even back yet. You're going to say the student section wasn't good enough. I'm with Banner Dan on this one. Yeah, we we have talked about
0: why the raucous in-game environment at Thompson Bowling doesn't translate over the TV signal. Right. Do you? Is it worth it if you're Banner Dan to? Maybe have a conversation with ESPN. The I directors, think so. Some I think it's an easy fix. Yeah, and just say, hey, you know, like because Jimmy Dyke said it uh, the other day. He's like, oh, here comes the crowd. Like it's it's raucous in there. It's you know, yeah, we've got a good team and a good coach, but it Chris is Beard also, said it. It's a really hard place to play. And if you go to a game, if if you're in there, you you see that, you hear that, you feel that. It doesn't come across on TV. And I I get these texts every game from Tennessee fans. People asking me, like, what's with the crowd? Why
3: isn't the crowd very said it on the show yesterday. One of the callers did.
0: We've been having this conversation every day for about a week now, and really for a couple of years. And uh, you say it's an
2: easy fix. What is the fix? You just mic it up differently. Or get an extra mic and make sure it's closer to the, the student sections. I think that's what it is. And you got to think, when you watch our games, the the lighting is all on the court. yeah. So you don't see as much of the people. So when they're standing up or cheering, you can't really see it as well as in some arenas that are well lit all the way to the top. So
0: that was by design Mm -hmm. when Mike Hamilton presided over the big renovation after Bruce Pearl's first or second season, whenever that was, when Mm -hmm. they built the luxury boxes and put in the black seats. And, and there's also, like, if you look at the roof, they put, there's black. Black paneling, yep. In the rafters. And what Hamilton said was that, you know, they had conducted some studies and stuff. And, and it, what they their information was, you want to focus the attention of the fan, both at the game and on television, on the court. And. When it's light, you know, people are looking up in the stands and stuff instead of watching the action on the court, which I get, like, makes sense, right? Sure. I've I've heard from some people who, like, they hear that, they, okay, I understand that I don't like it. I want to see. Our friend Christian Fresno is like, this is a big sticking mm-hmm. point for him. He's like, yeah. I can't see the crowd. I want to see the crowd. I want to see what's going on in the arena.
3: People going nuts.
0: I, I don't have a, like, I, I do, that is a big, like, when I watch Duke or Auburn, I like looking at that stuff. I like seeing the crowd and the synchronized chants or, or whatever. I, I do like seeing that. It's not a big deal for me at Thompson Bowling because I know right. that it is yeah. raucous in there. It would be nice nicer, though, if, if some of that stuff translated over TV. And I, I wonder if there is a conversation Banner Dan could have with somebody in Charlotte to say, hey, we feel like this is a problem. Our fan base wants – like, maybe there's – maybe it is just a matter of this mic that you have set up in this location, you bring it over to this location, boom, fixed.
3: I almost kind of wonder if they don't want... Um... Some of the words and language. Yeah. 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 Uh. The saltiness. Yeah. Especially, you know... I could buy that. Say like Doug Shouse comes in here I and mean, everything. Can... We are uh, our
2: bedside manor at times during heated basketball games. Not always the best. Bedside manner,
3: We're uh, kind of
2: crazy. Yeah, that's fair. It's a salty bunch.
0: Is Banner Dan right for – is this one of those things he could – it could be day five, day six, day seven, just let this guy scream into the void and ignore him. Was he right to clap back so publicly?
2: I think Banner Dan's feeling himself a little bit. Things are going well. Basketball team, top ten, football, everybody's juiced about Nico. He's probably seeing the season tickets getting sold uh, well ahead of time. He's probably very excited. Uh, the Lady Vols are off to a great start in SEC play. I think Banner Dan said, look what I did to this place. I got, they, I've earned a little ranked? bit of uh, – are they ranked now, Tuck? They are not. Well, it
1: is what it is. Get
2: dunked
0: on. He didn't have to come at Big Orange Punch like that. I thought Big Orange Punch follows me, so I'm gonna, I want to stick up for Big Orange Punch a little bit.
2: I don't think Big Orange Punch did anything wrong. I don't necessarily think – Danny should he's have was persistent.
0: Gone. he had a question he wanted it answered. That's nonsense. And and he's he's just talking about moving the student section. Right, right, right. Which when when they did that, I my initial thought was you're kind of you're breaking up the student section and maybe that makes it worse. I don't know. I I haven't noticed it any worse or better. I guess it's cool if students like getting down there. I remember I liked sitting down there when when I was a student behind the basket. Mm-hmm, I, I just like being close yeah, to the action. Yeah. That that's fun, but you know, they're not going to remove – many of the people who sit – people want the Duke set up, right? Yes. They want the, the the seats that you see on TV behind the benches to be full of students on their feet going crazy. Those seats have been bought in in the same families for decades now. Many of them are – you know, bigwigs, dignitaries, like the athletics director's seats are back there, the president, the chancellor all have seats back there, mm-hmm. high-dollar donors. They're not going to take those seats away from those people. No, they are I mean, they're just not. Now, I, I do think that, and you're seeing this in Lindsey Nelson, with all the different types of, quote-unquote, premium seating options, mm-hmm. where it's not just a skybox anymore. You want to have... Seats on the grounds, you know, seats halfway up with booths and seats in the corner with umbrellas and like all this different sure, stuff. Sure, Like I could see maybe you create some more of those. I, I wonder, will they have his version of Danny's party deck and Thompson Bowling at, at some point, a place where people can go stand and mill around and drink and
3: mingle? I don't know where you put it.
0: Well, you'd have to take out some seats right. you know it would you'd have to do some massive renovations but i've heard that that is that's something they're looking at oh. cuz the, well there's a lot of space too they've mentioned this publicly like there is a lot of unused space in Thompson building yeah. in the catacombs So
3: you could put a big crow's nest up in the up in the rafters
0: Yeah but i i don't i don't think they you you could tell Banner Dan was a little bit tired of the Let's move the student section request, which is a request that has been thrown at the Tennessee Athletics Director since Doug Dickey was eight. Right. Uh, literally since the building was constructed.
2: I think also, too, that's a little bit of him sticking up for the environment that maybe doesn't translate to yeah. TV. He's saying, hey, hey, I'm, I'm there. Our fan base is great. The environment is electric, as he said. It Just because what you see on TV may not look as, as rowdy as you think it should doesn't mean that that's not the truth.
3: It still does suck that you've got the majority of the students are up in the upper deck sitting on
0: – It's not the majority. It's, it's I, I would say 70% of them are, are down in in the corner and then behind the baskets.
2: Yeah, but what's our student allotment compared to Auburn? How many more thousands of our students get to well, go that's to what, games That's what he
0: was saying is like they actually increased right. the number of seats from 1,279 to 1,717 in the lower bowl. And um,
3: that's a pretty good chunk of students in the yeah. lower
0: bowl. Same number in the upper bowl, so it's like, I mean, they've got over three thousand, upwards of four thousand student tickets. Like that's a good chunk. When I've been to games there, like the, some of the student section in the upper bowl in the upper deck is is generally not full.
3: Yeah, they still the bleachers games. up there. It's been no, they got rid of all the bleachers. They all have
0: seats all the way up top. I watched some of Paul McCartney from up there.
3: Really? Yeah. I'd, I've sat up there and watched some basketball games, right during the wait air. It's a little different up there.
0: You, <laughs> it's like you were on a different planet.
3: Yeah, it, it's terrible to try and watch. Uh, and that's just the kind of thing where you just want to say you're in the building. Yeah. When the game, happens. you can't really tell what's going on up there.
0: Quick timeout, 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show. Justin Ganey joins us this time tomorrow on the show. Looking forward to uh, talking to him about the role the basketball balls are on, his son, and keep it rolling here as we go to Vandy for a Saturday night 6 p.m. tip at Memorial Gymnasium. More Fan Run Radio coming up. Stay with us the drive Ah. fan run radio the drive continues tuesday 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 afternoon edition of the show let's get daniel in here next hello daniel
4: how are y'all doing this afternoon doing well how are you sir Hey, I'm doing well. I've always wanted to discuss this topic. I've always found it an interesting one about the, the students, uh, the arrangement in, in Thompson Bowen. and I was in attendance uh, Saturday and have been in attendance for many, many years. And, um, and I have never really thought that the students played as much of a factor as much as it just ha- helps to have 21,000 people in your, in your arena. So I, I tend to agree with <laughs> Banner Dan in that, I just think the sheer size of your, of your arena matters more than the placement of your students. I And, and I personally liked them being behind the, the goalposts myself with the goals, basketball goals.
0: Do you feel like Tennessee has a raucous home court advantage in basketball?
4: I do. I, I and that's why I think it's because of the sheer size of our arena. Um, I just I don't I don't think I think you know because I've been there in the, in the in the in the the pearl era you know Conzo Donnie Tindall and this and then the Barnes era and it's always been just the sheer size and uh, of, of the arena that I thought played more of a factor than our students did now they contribute but just I think we're, we're just we're just a raucous fan base in general so I think that the, the the sheer size alone
0: now Daniel do you remember before Pearl did you ever go to games when Ah, uh, coaches. Oh yeah. Okay, so, you know, like it's so interesting to me that the arena is now widely viewed as this fortress where Tennessee does not lose much. Because before Bruce Pearl, that arena was an albatross around the program's neck. It was couldn't fill it. It. Yeah. it was mm-hmm. too big. It you yeah. know it was cavernous. The sound dissipated in it. Fans didn't want to go to games. And it was just—it was one of the worst basketball venues in. And that is not hyperbole. It was awful. Nobody liked it. And Bruce Pearl came in and changed all that. And it—it's really impressive to me now. You know that it is no longer an albatross. It's something. It's a place that we celebrate. It's a place that's feared by opponents to come into. And because it, it was definitely not. All, it was a long time. You know, yeah. what? 2005, yeah. 2006, until Pearl turned it around. I mean, it was the better part of 20 years where it was just not a good basketball environment.
4: Pearl lit the fire. There is no doubt. You know, I mean, I remember I was a young, I was a youngling, and, you know, they would say, come on down. You know, he'd be in the upper decks in the buzz ball era, and they had the curtains up. And you're right. I even thought about it to my cousin as we were sitting there watching the game. I wondered the number that it would take to rebuild a facility like that in this day and age. I, I, I would think, you know, we clearly pack it out now, but a smaller venue would be would be probably a better, you know. And then you could build you could build the arena around your student section, like and everything you're saying about Mike Hamilton and it making sense and it focusing on the court and it all makes sense, you know. The but that's why I like them being behind the basketball goals to students and it looks good. But I just think in general that it's our fan base that makes that place raucous. It's not the students. They they contribute, but I mean, there's seventeen other you know, there's twenty one thousand people and however many students there are, I think you said seventeen hundred. I mean, you know, there's that much more fans that you can pack in. So that's that's just my take on the matter.
0: Yeah. Great call, Daniel. Anything else, man?
4: Um, very excited about the uh transfer portal the additions. I think Lance Heard is huge. Uh uh King George is always has already been uh, uh been deemed. Um I, I'm very excited about what we're doing. I'm very excited about the basketball program. I, I've always, uh, you know, you, you look at you look at um, what connects doing and what's happened. He's almost like a once every like once every two decade player, and he, he's something to be celebrated. And um, I'm excited about where we're uh, where we're going. And you know, it you it's Barnes, the the guys that come after Barnes every year. Um, but we'll see what happens. But I, I think watching what Dalton Connect is doing is absolutely to be celebrated, and I'm celebrating every, last, every single one of them and looking forward to them all. You all have a good night and go balls!
0: Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate the phone call. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board, 546-8200. He was at, you know, what would a new arena look like, and could they build a smaller one? First of all, they're not going to do that, right? I mean, uh, Thompson Bowling is – at least another twenty-five years before oh, we yeah. even entertain the conversation of replacing it. But just for conversation's sake, if they were going to build a new one, uh, for instance, the the new Baylor Arena that just opened this year, the Baylor basketball rolling under Scott Drew, right? Yeah, seventy-five hundred seat arena. It's Waco. It's not it's not a big town, um, but seventy-five hundred seat arena. How much do you think they? That cost quarter of a billion, close two hundred twelve point six million dollars.
3: Uh, quarter.
0: So that's I mean that's What's for that? a seventy five hundred seater. Now it's nice on the inside. It it nice. bells and it's whistles. Nice. It, it and it, it's it's very handsome and it looks good. We didn't put a lot of we put zero thought into aesthetics when we built the, initial, yeah, was yeah, like, the initial. Let's
3: links. put a bigger arena on the side of the river. Uh, one make chair it big. bigger than Rob. Make it big. Like now, giant, giant building. Now I
0: think they would put, like if we were tearing it down and starting from scratch, I think they would put some thought into, well, let's make it brick and make it fit in with the rest of campus and that stuff. I don't think we're building a 7,500-seat arena. I don't think we're building a 24,000 or even a 21,000, but 15,000, 16,000, something like that. It's going to be a big place. It's going to be a big house. I figured uh, it'd be like Bridgestone size. Yeah, I I think it, and Bridgestone is pretty cool. Like it looks cool mm-hmm. on the outside, looks cool on the inside, it's fun. I, I think they would where put Where would all, you put it? What, where, physically where would I put the arena? If we built a new one.
3: I don't know, where could you?
2: you have to go on the other side now, wouldn't it?
3: I don't know, I, I still think that spot where they used to have the outdoor concerts right there at the corner of World's Fair Park would be a perfect place for it. Yeah you probably have to, I think mean, you'd want I you think you would want it to be on campus structure. but there's really oh, I mean I would think so too. Our there.
2: campus is just so boxed in. There's really nowhere they to mean, go but up now.
3: So much. Uh, I can't remember how you know part of it was too, at the time. I vaguely remember it um the arena is built over like one of the largest limestone caverns yep. in East Tennessee and they filled it up with concrete. They tried. Well, they ran like around the clock 7 days a week for just cement truck after cement truck just dumping it
0: is there anywhere they could play temporarily while they built that's what arena? i was wondering
3: but civic coliseum man yeah. that's, that's that about a, the right. make that place pretty wild I'd like, for I'd a year to I mean, <laughs> the old barn be, uh <laughs> cool if they could recreate stokely just bigger i wondered about that like it, a sunken like where you go down Does any
2: university have two facilities where the – like, for example, North Carolina has the Dean Dome, and then they have a separate arena where the – Kentucky
0: still has their – Right, they have that
2: uh, too. But is there any arena or any college campus where the men play in two different arenas on campus? Like your big games, you'd go to the big, you know, Thompson Bowling, but then if it's a smaller early season game, maybe you play it in the Stokely 9,000-seater?
0: I don't know um – I know Arkansas, like Barnhill Arena, I believe, is still there. Like they have some events there. Yeah. A fan of it. I don't know if they have actual games, but um,
1: they do that for football too out there. They play that one yeah. random non-conference game in Little Rock. Yeah.
0: I've been. I've been to War, War Memorial. Memorial in Little Rock. It's yeah. fun. Yeah.
1: A lot of rock. It's
0: an old, old stadium. Not many amenities. Not very.
1: Oh, I'm sure.
3: Fan friendly, but it, it was fun. I don't know. I miss Stokely. Stokely sounded incredible. That, seemed,
2: that said, Stokely was loud spot. with
3: 400 people in it. Yeah, but I mean, like, concerts sounded incredible there. I saw some, some of the biggest bands there. Hmm. Friday night of my, my freshman year, my first Friday night on campus, REM played Stokely.
0: Hmm. Nice. Talk a lot about names on the show. Interesting article came across my desk this morning across your desk yes what you can't have a desk people bring me stuff i i I sit at my desk in the morning i i I do my communications i and and people bring me stuff Uh, uh, take this to russell's desk important stuff Yes. documents like this baby names at risk of going extinct in 2024
2: oh boy oh no really
0: yeah uh, you know, names are so different now. Names are different. We've oftentimes lamented the loss of Nikki and Vinny and Steve and Bill. Right. Not a lot of Bobs running around. It's sad, right? You have all these I, – I, I don't want to piss anybody off, but, uh, you mm. know, new names that are infiltrating a lot of names ending in Aiden – you know. Anyway, Aiden, by the way, fell from number two fifty three to number three forty six this year. Hmm. Let me see what the source is on this. Uh, most popular names, girls' names that were popular when millennials were being born have fallen from grace in the past decade, especially Amanda, Angela, Brooke, Diana, Michelle.
3: I figured Tiffany'd be in there.
0: What are we gonna do in a world with no Amanda's and Michelles?
1: They were already not popular when I was born.
0: Here are the names that are going extinct. Girls' names that are going extinct. uh, Steepest decline from 2022 to 2023. Number one is Brooke. Really? Great
3: name. I know Brooke. Brooks are fun. Yeah. Love Brooke. Usually all the Brooks I know are fairly attractive, too. Number two is Blake. For a girl? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I knew a girl named Blakely
2: blakely i knew blakely
0: number three is mckenzie mm. really brooklyn with two ends charlie with an eye reagan mckenna finley amanda michelle michelle fell down 129 what about mildred or dorothy all, all those are gone Dot. like nobody's nobody names their kid mildred, mildred. Anymore. what are you doing <laughs> That girl I worked That's, with at a place this here is, in town named her daughter, listen, Maxine. This is the conversation we're having, right? Right. Yeah. Endangered. These names are on the endangered name list. You laugh about Mil- Mildred and Dorothy and whatever. Like, Dot. The, like those names are gone. Peg. They don't make them anymore.
1: Yeah, Mildred they're,
0: and the T.R. Noah common. Susie. They're, they're, <laughs> they're done. Georgie. They, they they live in the San Diego Zoo, and they're not reproducing, okay? You're never going to have another Esther ever again. You might. No. You come back into the No, who's, dude. No. Who, who's naming their child Esther? Agatha Dunn.
3: Really? Yeah. Desdemona.
0: And, and and 30 years ago, a couple of dudes were sitting around having this conversation. It's like, oh, my, my mom is Agatha. Like, that'll never go away. And 30 years later, it's over. But nobody oh. wants
3: to lay Agatha on their kid.
2: That's yeah, because it's no longer because it fell on this list and then was eventually extinct. All right, here, here are Gertrude.
0: the endangered boys' names. Are you ready? Oh boy, Julius, okay. Jaden with an I, J A I D E N. Okay. Uh, number three. This this is sad, man. Johnny, Johnny johnny johnny's going what are we going to do in a world without johnny's i don't want to live in that world name John me a johnny. Johnny. Na- johnny johnny j-o-h-n-n-y name me a johnny you've known that wasn't just a great dude just a lot of fun can't do it johnny can no you can't you you can't otherwise you would have
1: i don't know many johnny's i know some johns
0: great johnny's uh number four raiden
1: Never
2: even heard that name. That one
0: can go. It's the guy on Mortal Kombat. That's what I was
2: thinking of, too. That hat.
0: Um, Reed. Reed? Reed. It's endangered. It's a classic. How's that one spelled? R E I D. Oh.
3: Not like our our buddy.
0: Brady.
1: Brady, really?
0: Yeah. Interesting. Brady. Endangered. Not a lot of Brady's running around. Brady Uh, Cook. Ronan. Bradley. Whoa, whoa. Go back. Ronan. Ronan.
1: Her name's her child, Ronan.
0: Nobody anymore, evidently. Ronan
2: Senior. I, I know the a missus? chick
1: that named her kid that. Ronan.
3: Clayton. Hendricks. Clayton's a good one. Hendrix. I knew some Claytons growing up. Bo. Oh, no. Bo. Be- Shut up, Bo Craigner.
0: Last of a dying breed. B-O? Yeah. Oh, How else do you spell Bo? Are you, are you going B-E-A-U? B-E-A-U? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not we typical. They don't live in Louisiana. I mean. do you know what? That's Bo fancy Grubble. schmancy Bo. Bo is B-O.
2: Do you know what name Bo is short for? beau Regard. Well, Boris. Waldo.
3: What? No. The hell it's I like
1: William it. and Bill.
3: Waldo.
0: Liam. Yeah. Call me Bo. Name me Waldo. Call me Bo. Preston, Maximus, Baylor, and Raphael are also on the endangered list. Max.
3: Who in the hell would name their kid Max? I,
1: I know Maxwell's not Maximus's. Maximi, Whatever you want to call him. <laughs> That is the plural Maximi. of Maximus. Uh,
0: uh, a herd of Maximire is coming right for me. Well, those are the endangered names. So if you know a Preston, Maximus, Baylor, Raphael, or you know a Michelle and Amanda, a Brooklyn, a McKenzie, a Blake, a Brooke, hold them tight. Hold on to them because you might not know if. They, they might not be around much longer anymore. <laughs> Is Maxine on that list? No. Hmm.
1: Don't know any Maxines.
0: Wasn't the gal? Wasn't the old gal who did the uh, Go Gator? Wasn't that a Maxine? Go Gator. I believe
3: you're right. I can't remember her name. Or but her last how round. old was she
1: though? Uh, she old. Okay. See. Go Gator. She's still in the pokey?
3: No, that was Corinne Brown. Corinne Brown vaccine corinne you don't hear corinne too much anymore i grew up with a bunch of There there's some 60s names a lot of gen xers got some some spaced out kind of
0: star child names
3: yeah i I, we grew up (laughs) moonbeam our art teacher when i was in high school uh like she named all her kids after pieces of fruit apple pear i swear to god the, who
0: there's this was it uh Gwyneth Paltrow does she have an apple apple yeah. yeah
3: she's also got a supposedly got a candle that smells like a hoo-ha but
0: all right then uh we'll take a quick time out right here we'll come back He's and not wrap lying, things up though. after the show have you smelled it we've talked about it on air before no the candle not Gwyneth Paltrow's no. you,
3: come on. how
0: would you know you get the candle you're like they wrote articles. I want to smell the real th- I want to compare
3: so I know that what I'm getting is <laughs> legit. Tweet at Chris Martin from Coldplay. It's her ex.
0: Shocking conclusion of The Drive coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. <laughs> the, the Drive. Drive. A segment on the show yesterday, where we were talking about being in timeout and how our kids couldn't go more than ten minutes without their phones. Yeah, maybe one or two minutes without their phones. Uh, this came across my desk as well this morning. In my your desk, my my daily briefing. This was brought to my attention. The um, smartphone. Uh, there's a uh, New York-based company that has started what they're calling a digital detox program. They're turning it into a contest. Siggy's mm. is known for its Icelandic-style
3: yogurt. What is an Icelandic-style yogurt? I know Greek yogurt. mullet flavor. Uh, I hate Gr- Greek yogurt. It's disgusting. They're inviting
0: people to give up their smartphones for an entire month. Those who think they're capable of the challenge can sign up for the contest by submitting a compelling essay explaining why you need a digital detox in your life and how it will impact you in a positive way. It must be 18 or older. Uh, sign up. The winners will receive $10,000. For a month? For a month. No smartphone. Okay. $10,000. Uh, you'll get $10,000, a lockbox for your smartphone. So I guess you have to put the phone in. Sure. Um, A flip phone so you can still make phone calls. Sign me up. A prepaid SIM card for one month. And enough Siggy's yogurt for three months. Can you spell Siggy's?
3: S-I-G-G-I. Siggy's. I I couldn't do it, dude. What? No. For 10K? No. You still have a phone.
0: Now, Now, I have some questions about this. Like, I'm assuming you can use a
3: laptop. Or a computer. Yeah, smart TV. Well, in that case, then, yeah, because I was just thinking, I mean, how much stuff will look up for, believe it or not, show prep? I don't believe it. But I, I'm wondering, <laughs>
0: like, you know, does they have somebody looking after you? Because, like, the skeptic in me, well, you just go get another phone, right? You put your lock on. Oh, I would there. just get, get a here. different phone or something like Cheat. that. Yeah,
3: I, I wonder if you would have to. Could you do that? Stay off the laptop. meme I always see this meme. It's popular on Facebook. It'll, it'll show like a I'll have a picture of like this really cool looking house or cabin in a remote area. It's like no TV, no internet, no phone. Thirty days, million dollars, or something like that. You take books. I <sighs> I'd crush you, that. Yeah, you would crush that. You just turn the turn your brain Food? off for thirty days for a million dollars. Hell yeah. I'd read a book a day. It
0: might be easy for simpletons with you, but a brain like this doesn't just turn off, my friend.
2: (laughs) Books wouldn't stimulate your brain? (laughs) Are you too good for books? It it would be good for like
0: two or three months. or I'm sorry, two or three days. Yeah. And then three or four days into it. I I know me. I, I could make it like a day at home snowed in. I was like I gotta yeah i gotta I gotta, go something. I gotta do I gotta do something so uh I, I don't know I mean for ten thousand dollars I was talking about it with the wife this morning and uh not that ten thousand dollars isn't uh, like a a fantastic prize I could definitely use it sure uh but that would i mean that would be a different lifestyle it would be it would be hard man it would be hard fifty thousand dollars no brainer i I'm, I'm going for it Ten grand? It's like, I don't know. That's a lot of frustration to deal with over a month.
3: So what is But it's, I- ten gr- it's ten grand. It is ten grand. So so what is Icelandic style yogurt? We ever figured that out? Uh, let's see here. Rich and creamy.
1: There's I like rich
0: and creamy. It's always
2: a good way to describe a food.
1: But what are the other ingredients? That's the question. Is it got like fish in it? And-
2: it's a thick, creamy, high-protein yogurt. From Iceland.
3: There's <laughs> a the protein coming. <laughs> so it's Greek yogurt from Iceland, basically. You notice how Greek yogurt completely took over everything? It, like shoved out the original Danin fruit on the bottom? It's an outrage. No, you can still get that. <laughs> oh, you can't. Yes, you can. Where at? Got it. Any grocery store. No, you cannot. You can't get regular yogurt. You cannot get Danon original. Fruit on the bottom, yogurt. Anywhere in this area, except for maybe the food lion. Food lion would continue to carry it. The food line in Maryville. It says, "Is it Kroger?" Strawberry no. Pl-. Oh no. This says, yeah. "Is it Walmart?" Pick up, pick up today. Walmart no. fruit on the fruit on bottom. On the bottom. Uh. No. What are you doing? I'm telling you, it's not there.
1: I'll keep my eye out the next time at a grocery store, so that way I can find some for you. Dan and low-fat, I
0: guarantee you, it'll say that, you get there, and it's it's Greek. Uh, since 1942, Dan and fruit on the bottom, blueberry yogurt, uh, free shipping on Amazon.
3: Yeah, and you have to pay, you know how you can get like, like 10 for like 4 or 5 bucks at the grocery store? Look how much that stuff costs on Amazon. Uh, 6 ounce,
0: 12 per case, $51.26. For 12 yogurts. I think
3: that's pretty good. It's kind of pricey when I used to be able to get them 10 for 5, 50 cents a piece.
2: Well, there's a little thing going on now, Bear. It's called inflation.
3: This has got nothing Everyth- to do with it. Everything's a
2: little higher than she was. I looked,
3: I looked into this before all this started. <laughs> you've, you've done your uh, yogurt research. Some people track stocks. Research. Have you done your research? <laughs> Bear tracks yogurt. <laughs> well, no, it's just Dan and blueberry fruit on the bottom, yogurt. Damn it, Biden! <laughs> what are you gonna do about the price of yogurt?
2: The availability.
3: Now, here's where it gets me. Like the guy at my Kroger said, if I could bring him,
2: the <laughs> what, what just... do you call it, the UPC? <laughs> who you, who, who's the guy at
3: Kroger? My like, I know
2: they have a meat guy and they got a vegetable guy. Do they have a yogurt guy?
3: No, but they've got a general manager, and that's <laughs> who I went to. I go to Kroger
0: two, maybe three times a week. I don't know anybody there. <laughs> Nobody.
3: Like, I can't even picture a face. Well, I've had repeated discussions because they, they got rid of uh, – there was this dip Kroger brand used to make. It was called Tex-Mex. Okay. And it was incredible. And they discontinued it. My
0: thing like that is um – Crawlers, Krispy Kreme crawlers. They discontinued the crawler. Oh yeah, uh, over a year ago. They, <gasps>
2: the mini ones yeah, too. Yeah, the mini
0: ones. No! Yeah, yeah. They used to come in a bag. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. were really good. Oh, I'm familiar they, with they, the bag. Well, they they discontinued those like two or three years ago. Those have been yeah, long gone. Yeah, long gone. I didn't get that memo. They had oh, uh, a box. Which wasn't as good, but it was still okay. Yeah, yeah, It had like you open the box, and then it had like one of those pop tart cellophane thing. You, you okay? Every now and then, it was a little bit too still moist. The sm- but it, still it was, the small yeah, ones. Yeah. Still the mini crawlers. Walmart had those up until about a year ago, and uh, now you can't you can't find them anywhere. They you can find them online, but when you go and click to buy, them, because I've tried, like they
3: they says they're it's all out of stock. You know what? other grocery stores do i I know this for fact because my guy at kroger told me uh, what's your
0: guy's name jim you can call him jim you know the guy at kroger sounds a
3: little demeaning he's my little respect jim 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 at kroger it's not kroger that does it but a competitor what they do is say you like okay say they start selling a ton of like name brand two percent milk american cheese they drop it.
0: Click on it. It's it's not available.
3: I know. It says out of stock. That's what I'm saying. It's an outrage. Sorry, but go on with your cheese. They'll drop the name brand, and the only thing you'll be able to get is a store brand because they make more money off of. Yeah, it's a dirty trick they pull.
2: Bass Pro did that for years. Yeah, well, That's
0: what I'm bait. seeing with your Danon yogurt is a lot of generics. Kroger's got a generic thing. Yeah, good. no,
3: there. I want like name brand Danon fruit on the bottom,
0: blueberry original. I really like the. Is it YoPlay? YoPlate? YoPlay? YoPlay.
1: of YoPlate.
2: They, they have free... that
0: at a lot of hotels. You can get that sometimes in the morning. A little, the premix yeah. and a
2: little
3: ice bucket. Yeah, it's gross. I don't like the premix. Well, wh- what do you like? Fruit yeah. on the bottom. Danon fruit on the. But the only thing close to it I can find. So Pub- how, Publix? The Publix brand is pretty close to it. But their ratio's out of balance for this the fruit <laughs> on the bottom. Too it's much fruit or too little? Way too much. Makes what, it like, what is the difference between that and Greek yogurt? Greek, I don't know what the difference but there's a definite texture difference between like old school, like regular, like what I'm talking about, and Greek yogurt. Now supposedly Greek yogurt's supposed to be better for you, yeah. but lower like, in certain fats. Yeah. But it's texturally very different, I Now, think. I'll tell you what you don't want to try. Just, just a little, little piece of advice from me, free advice. That Australian yogurt.
0: Big Greek yogurt guy. I like you Greek yogurt. Every day.
3: Oikos, whatever they, they call it.
0: No, I, what do I do? Oh, Chobani. Chobani's Chobani. good. Chobani. They got the fruit on the bottom, and some of them. like Today I had uh, strawberry banana on the bottom, but my favorite is the uh, mixed fruit chobani and that is blended. So mm-hmm. it's like there's nothing on that's just oh God. It's good.
3: Yeah,
1: gr- greek, greek
0: good yogurt. Good for is, you, Tucker Harlan. Greek
1: yogurt You're a big is just too sour. Guy, now that I've spent some time around you. Mixed fruit jelly at Waffle yeah, House. I'm surprised like you, you remember that. Oh yeah, that's my go to. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. yeah. My toast. A little mixed like, fruit like jelly. They,
3: they brought me like strawberry. I was like, where's some yeah?
0: Strawberry's on the list of awesome things Bear hates. I know strawberry jam strawberries and strawberry jam
3: I've just never been a big
0: fan of them I feel you I, I, I like strawberries but it's not the be all end all that's kind of where I'm at that's I my mean, favorite jelly like,
3: like if I'm really craving peanut butter and jelly and I've forgotten <laughs> to go to the store and all I've got is Junior's like strawberry jam it's not like I'm going to go with that. It's, I'll eat it don't get me wrong you what's your go to
2: for it? a PBJ are you a grape guy? No. I can't do grape. I'm not grape. I can't either. do artificial grape
3: flavor.
1: Oh, grape I don't like grape either.
2: Grape I love jelly with grapes. Pre- Wait, how how is it a PP and J without grape You're jelly? Damn you communist. Use strawberry jelly. Uh, strawberry jelly.
3: I use um huge strawberry jelly. I'll go jelly grape, thing. but I prefer uh, apple. Apple jelly. With peanut butter? Yeah. Have you ever had apple jelly? I don't
1: think I have.
3: I'm not talking about apple butter. I'm talking about it's apple. It's jelly, like grape jelly, but it it's just apple flavor. I'm going to have to try that. Bill
0: says, tell Bear he can get the Mexicali dip at Aldi. It's good stuff, I think you meant to say.
3: I don't know, man. It, this, this dip was very unique. Is Aldi the one where it's all on crates or something and you got a... It's a German. I've never been in there. I'm pretty sure it's a German-based grocery store. Yeah, but it,
2: they sell everything. Yeah I've still, still never been to a Trader a- Joe's Overpriced
0: Really?
3: Yeah. Bougie Oh
1: yeah I don't go over there Go over there Where do you go? West Knoxville Oh, West oh Knoxville. I, know I, know
3: I know where Trader you go Joe's. shopping I talked to you the other night when you were in there
1: Oh That that was out of necessity though goes, Where do you go? Right, some-
0: <laughs> Whole
3: Foods? <laughs> no he Ain't going to no damn Whole Foods Fellini Kroger? <laughs> Worse What's
0: worse than that?
1: I went to a food city just for the hey, sake of doing so.
0: Thompson Bowling Arena, please. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Houston. Thank you, Tucker. Overtime coming up next. We'll do it again tomorrow, right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Is your